0: hello beautiful and welcome to another episode of the mindful babes podcast i'm super excited to be coming to you here today we're currently staying in a hotel on our nomadic adventures and it's a saturday afternoon and i've just been really leaning into some self-work um i this past week was was tough um went through some challenges in my personal life, went through a loss in my personal life. And I really strayed away from the tools that make me feel amazing, that help me feel my best. A lot of the time, you know, we do these things to take care of ourselves and Sometimes they become routine and habit and we don't realize how supportive they are for us until we go for a period of time, like a week or two weeks without them. Like for example, for me, without meditating, without doing uh, breath work, without journaling for the past week. And I kind of had let go of all that stuff because of what I was experiencing and, You know, sometimes it can be tough with our nomadic adventures being in different places. Our dog Bugga wakes up a little earlier in the morning, and love him so much. And I'm the one who takes him out in the morning, so it kind of thrown me off. And I could give you excuses, but at the end of the day, I did not create space. I chose not to create space for these things and so i got to experience the beautiful lesson of contrast where i have not felt like myself the last few days you know even though i'm moving through grief and stuff like that that doesn't necessarily mean to um like not do the things that can make make us feel good and so i take responsibility for that and i realize how important these tools are so i've really been spending Today, I went to a hip-hop theme, hot yoga class, which was really nice. It was all hip-hop music, which I'm like, thank you, Um, and old-school hip-hop, which was great. And then I've just been meditating and journaling and reading and doing the things that really raise my frequency. And so what I want to say to you is that it's never... I feel like it can feel our ego can make it feel tough to come back when we've really strayed off of our path. For example, let's say you haven't worked out in a month. It can feel very much like, oh my God, how am I going to, what am I going to do? How am I going to go to the gym again? Like it feels like that initial first workout back is going to be really tough. And when it comes to our spiritual practices with our self-care practices, it can feel that way too, where it's like, Oh, I haven't journaled in so long and it can feel like this big thing, but just start doing it. Just dive back in. And it's like, God, the universe source will be there to meet you with a hug and you're never going to be punished for taking space away or like, you're not a bad person because you haven't been doing your rituals and doing the things that help you feel good, it's that you'll instantly be reminded why you do these things. So if you are experiencing contrast where there's a positive habit that you've had at one point in time that leads to you feeling really good and you've strayed away from it, maybe gratitude practice, maybe exercising, maybe getting sunlight first thing in the morning, maybe daily walks, something like that this is your sign, this is your ping to get back to that and just dive in and see how you feel. So I'm really excited to talk with you today because I wanna provide you with something potent and this might be a quickie Shorty Spice episode, we'll see. Um, I mean, you'll obviously see because you saw the length of the time of the episode when you decided to click on it, but me recording in real time, I'm really unattached to how long Or short, it's going to be because I trust that the perfect message is going to come in the perfect way. And of course, I have my structure to the episode. And I also love giving myself that feminine space to flow. So I love the masculine of obviously knowing what I'm going to talk about, having speaking points. And then I just love seeing what is filled in the middle in between those points. So in this episode, I'm really looking forward to talking to you. If you've been stuck at your current level and it feels like I'm taking all these actions, I'm doing all these things, this is what I'm supposed to do, this is what I was taught to do, so-and-so who's created what I want to create, they did this and it worked for them, um, I should be further along by now, whatever that narrative is, this episode is going to be really supportive for you because I'm going to ask you a question to ask yourself. (laughs) And I want you to create space to see what comes through. I would love for you to journal on this. I would love for you to meditate on it. Whatever feels good for you. For me, I get downloads in the shower. So it's like, I'll literally take like a 40 minute shower. It's like, oh, I'm going to go shower on this and feel like a completely new person because of the insights and downloads I receive. And so this question is going to be really powerful for you. So there have been many times on my journey where I believe that I should be somewhere else that I'm not. For example, when I was in my late twenties, mid to late twenties, and it felt like so many of my friends were having a way easier time with dating and meeting people and going on dates and getting engaged and getting married. And here I was, you know, doing all the things that I thought would make me a great, a catch, right? Like exercising a lot um, had a great job had a social life went to yoga and orange theory traveled um you know g- great social like just all the things that on the outside seemed would make me the perfect the perfect candidate for you know some some guy right and it almost felt like the harder I tried to meet somebody or, you know, go out at night and like, Oh, I hope I ta- meet somebody. I'm going to like wear this top. I'm going to look like this. I'm going to do this, you know, eyelashes, Botox, all the things, which I love those things. And I might get them again, but I got those things from a place of these things will make me be enough. And guess what? No amount of eyelashes, no amount of Botox, no amount of fillers, no, uh outfit, like, No six pack will ever make you feel enough because that's your job. Those things can amplify and they can make us feel better, but those things are never going to be the reason why you become good enough because you're already good enough. But if you don't believe that, no one's going to believe that for you. I could tell you all day until I'm blue in the face. You're enough. You're enough. You're enough. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. But my words aren't going to mean anything to you if you don't believe it and accept it as your truth. And so I remember in my journey of being single, it was really tough because I was experiencing this contrast of wanting something so badly, thinking I was doing all the things right on a 3D level. Oh, I live in San Diego. Oh, I go out on the weekends. Oh, I, you know, when I go to the gym, I don't wear headphones, like all these things that I thought I was doing right, but there was something I was missing. I also had this experience when I wanted to leave my full-time job and go full-time in coaching. Well, there is a period in time. It was like, I launched my business. I was in a, an amazing coaching program. I had all this momentum around me, all this accountability to sign clients. And I, I will say I had what was kind of like this wake up call for me was when I started my business, I, I was very green, obviously, as a lot of us are. And I really thought it, (laughs) I really thought that it was as simple as make content people flood in. And while I've had that experience, while I've definitely had most people who end up working with me, they've experienced my content. Maybe it's the podcast, maybe it's a training I've done, maybe it's content I've created and they really liked and resonated with it. There was a lot that went into you know them becoming a client. So I had to learn sales. I had to learn uh, sales calls, selling, launching, actual content strategy where I'm not just posting quotes all day, but in- intentional content, knowing that my content is a magnet attracting other people. And I had a tough time. I would say it was about three, four months in of starting my business and Going into this leadership training that changed my life, meeting people in there who were full-time coaches and me feeling this level of embarrassment of, I can't even say that I'm a coach because I had my client, we finished up and I haven't been selling. I haven't been getting on sales calls. I haven't been doing the things that generate clients out of fear, out of holding myself back. And I remember. There was something that was happening within me that created this as, you know, what we are ex- ex- seeing and experiencing in our th- reality three d reality is our creation, right? We created it on some level. We were a match to it on some level. We focused our energy on it to some level. and it it's here. It's in our reality, right? Things don't just poof come out of nowhere. And so I remember feeling this feeling of like, why am I not even doing the actions that I know I need to be doing? And it's kind of like, we know the things to do, right? Like, okay, you want to lose weight. You probably know what to do. You want to make more money in your business. You probably know what to do on a conscious level, but there's always something subconsciously happening. So I'm going to tell you the question. You're probably like, all right, get to the point. (laughs) Um, or get to the question so the question you want to ask yourself if you felt stuck if you felt like what you've been doing hasn't been working if you feel like you've been trying if you've been at it trying like the trying efforting energy for a long time to no avail this is the question you want to ask yourself who have I not yet been willing to become for my desire Who have I not yet been willing to become for my desire? That's a big one. I just felt a lot of energy in my body around that. Because we get to become the person who can actually hold the energy of that desire we're calling in. And a lot of the time we try to out-action our current level. But we actually don't have the things we want because we have not yet been willing to become the person who is on the vibration, who is actually a match to that thing. So we get into 3D action, right? What do I need to do to get? Okay, I want money. What do I need to do? I want a partner. What do I need to do? How many dates do I need to go on? I want to make more money. Okay, what do I need to say? What do I need to, what content do I need to do? We go do, 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 do what should I focus on? And a lot of the time, it's not so much that the action is the missing piece. I think that the actions might come from a place of misalignment and we learn through action anyway. So it's, it's good to take action, right? It's better to kind of fall on your face and figure it out. I know that's been a really big thing for me and my business is like continuing to show up, continuing to try new things, Reinventing myself, being humble enough after fits of being stubborn, of course, to be like, oh, okay, this worked back in the day. You know, this worked year or two of my business, but it's not working now. And like being willing to reinvent. And the thing is, is that you always want, well, I don't like to use words like always and never because those can feel constricting. What you want to do is always check in with the who with your being energy so this is why starting with action to get to your next level isn't the move because you are taking actions from your identity which is how you see yourself and from how you see yourself that informs that creates the beliefs that you you hold And this trickles in your beliefs that you repeat and beliefs are really like a series of stories and evidence that we've created as to why we can or can't have something that we've repeated enough. It has enough momentum to be this dominant thought, this dominant belief, this dominant vibration that we hold with us. This impacts your energy because if I I'm walking around all day believing I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not going to make it. I'm always struggling. How do you think that's going to impact my energy? Do you think I'm going to be vibrating at this high frequency? That's a match for magic money, miracles, surprises, all the things. No. And it's not because I'm not worthy of those things. We're all worthy of those things, but you've got to be willing to do the mental gymnastics, the mental like stretches, and the mental sit-ups every day, right? You got to put your reps in to hold this, to hold these identities. Um, so you start with your identity, right? How you see yourself. So here's an example, seeing yourself as a world changer. Okay, so you identify as a world changer. Maybe it's like a boss babe, a powerhouse, a um, a leader, right? Whatever feels good for you how you see yourself. Okay. And this, it doesn't matter if your physical reality is like laughable and not anywhere near this identity because you get to choose that identity and choosing the identity before the actual physical evidence arrives is what's going to make it arrive even faster. We can go backwards sometimes where it's like, Oh, I'm going to feel wealthy when I make X amount of money, but it's a frequency. So how are you choosing to be on that frequency now or not? Right. And then when we really learn these things and play into these things and choose these things intentionally, it becomes so clear of like, Oh, no wonder I've been keep creating this situation over and over again. Oh, no wonder why I keep manifesting what I don't want. Duh. That's where my focus went. Duh. I see myself as this. Duh. Like, I told myself I'm unlucky or whatever the thing is. It's like, of course, that's why it turned out that way. So it starts with your identity, how you see yourself and beliefs form around that identity. So if you say I'm a world changer, that's your identity. Then what belief is a match to that identity? Oh, well, my work is a high service and very impactful. How does that then feel in your body, which is your energy, your energy field, probably feels good, you feel empowered, you feel energized, you feel positive, you feel strong mentally. And then how do you think that's going to trickle into the actions you decide to take? Well, world changers, they take actions, right? World, A world changer, someone who says, I'm a world changer, they see themselves as that, they hold themselves as that, they believe their work is very, uh, very impactful and of high service. They feel empowered. They wake up feeling like they have this momentum. They Their energy is very much in support of that. The actions they're likely to take, do you think they're going to hide and not show their face online, ghost their audience, like not post content? No, they're probably going to record podcast episodes. They're going to get their message out there. They're going to post trainings. They're going to sell. They're going to put their work out there but let's take it let's even like for the sake of an example right let's even have it be more polarizing so let's say it's the opposite so the identity seeing yourself as i'm like you even if you saw yourself as like i'm not important okay so like the identity like i'm unimportant i'm invisible okay let's say the identity is like i'm invisible What beliefs do you think are matched to that? Nobody cares what I have to say. Nobody listens. The market's really saturated. Everyone's already doing this. I'm not different than other people. I don't have anything unique to say. Oh, I I don't have the success that this person has. So what do I know? How do you think that's going to make your energy feel? Well, I'm, (laughs) I'm sure you're in a disempowered state. So you're not the actions that you know are in alignment with that are probably if you're feeling disempowered, you think you don't matter. Do you think you're motivated to sit down and create content to open up your mouth, to get online, to set up your microphone and record a podcast episode? No. So you want to look at your desire or that next level that you crave to go to and let go of any story of you not being worthy or not enough. Like that is completely off the table. And that's, in my opinion, sometimes we can like play really small and go to that. Like, Oh, I guess, I guess I'm not worthy or I guess, yeah, I guess that's not supposed to happen to me. And that can get you into a victim consciousness, like a woe is me pity party. Because it's like, well, why wouldn't that be available for you? Why wouldn't you be able to have it? And the ego wants to invent all these reasons. Oh, well, the, the the algorithm, oh, the market, oh, the whatever. And it's like, no, it's not that. So what if you decided that it's in your power to shift and move to the next level and that there aren't forces working against you? In fact, you are the director you, you show the energy where to go. So who have I not yet been willing to become for my desire? Okay. So like, for example, let's say you want to make X amount of money in your business this year. Like, let's say it's, I want to be, I want to have a six-figure business. Okay. Well, who have you not yet been willing to become to be someone who has a six-figure business? Oh, I have not yet been willing to become the woman who can hold that many clients, right? I haven't been willing to expand my capacity. I haven't been willing to hold projections from other people. I'm so scared of people from high school or college who follow me or family or like my ex's like brother following me, like and seeing what I'm doing and oh my God, I don't want them to think bad of me or think I've gone crazy. So I haven't yet been willing to become that person who can hold those things because I just want to be liked by everyone. Or maybe it, maybe you're at the place where you're like burnt out and you're like, I haven't yet been willing to become the person who can take on more responsibility because I'm already so tired. So I haven't yet been willing to become that person who expands their capacity or tightens up their boundaries or creates space in their schedule or takes amazing care of themselves so that they can impact more because more money, it's not necessarily that it's more work, but you're holding more. So you, you likely haven't yet been willing to become that person, that version of you, that identity of you, who can actually hold that. And that's why it's not here yet. Okay. For another example, let's say you want to attract your dream relationship. Who have you not yet been willing to become? Oh, I haven't yet been willing to become the woman who really holds herself as her own soulmate, who sees herself as so lovable, so worthy. I haven't yet been willing to become the woman who believes that She is whole and complete on her own and that it's not that she's auditioning to be someone's partner. It's that she's really thinking, okay, I'm amazing. I love myself. I fill up my own cup and whoever I'm going to allow into my life as my partner, they only are, they, they get to only be an amplification right? They're not filling a hole. They're not filling a void. They're adding to a life that is already amazing. So if you've been in this waiting energy, this, when is it going to be here energy? That's also a lackful energy. So how can you see how you're so abundant in love already, whether you're spending your Friday nights, you know, at home by yourself, or if you're in partnership, right? You have to really see yourself as whole and complete on your own. Another example is maybe you want to go full time in your business. So you were like me, where you had your job and you wanted to go full time, but you, and and it was like you knew what to do, but for some reason you weren't doing those things. Well, for me, who was I not yet willing to become? Well, I remember feeling really scared of being rejected. And when you do sales calls, you're inviting people on sales calls, you know, uh, clarity calls, discovery calls. Not every single person is gonna say yes. And if they do, it means that you're not having enough conversations. Um, Maybe you're undercharging, I don't know. But no's are very normal and it's actually a good thing to hear a no because that means that you've been clear enough in your messaging, in your pricing, in who you're targeting such that they can choose, no, this isn't for me. I would rather have someone say no then act like, oh, I'm maybe I'll sign up or like, uh, like, I would rather someone say no. Because just for a lot of reasons, I think we get to own our nose. And that is feedback to me of like, wow, I've been really clear. And there's no questions for them. And like they're owning their no. And I think that's great versus the person who's like, oh, I'm going to think about it, I'll get back to you, then just never get back to you. Right. And that's even like, you know, not someone I would want to work with unless they were to come back and be like, I'm, you know, sorry about that. Here's what was going on. I'm ready now. And I had to be willing to let myself be someone say no to my services. You know, me have a conversation with someone, they they say no. I had to also be willing to show up differently than I had been. I had to be willing to become the person who's already doing my business full time on an energetic level. And so, yeah, so many of my weekends were spent building my business when I had my nine to five job, I would race home from work and have a client call like, (laughs) or a sales call, like all of my free time was spoken for, but I was so happy to do that. There was no part of me that was frustrated that I was building my business and spending my, my time outside of work doing that. I was so joyful and so happy. And I think that's also part of why the universe really showed up so big for me when I made the decision to go all in, because I was doing it from this place of joy. I was doing it from this place of love and enthusiasm and gratitude. There was never a focus on, oh my God, I'm missing out on this, or oh, I can't believe I'm using money from my paycheck for this, like, yeah, I had to use money from my paycheck at the time before my business was generating revenue to, you know, um, like to get my email carrier, like software, of course I was, I was investing a lot of my paychecks into coaching and mentorship, which supported so much. And I had to really become that person who was like, yeah, I'm willing to become the woman who can step into more responsibility and be that full-time business owner. So if that's you, it's like, what would be available for you if you chose to step into that identity already? So I would love for you to take some time to journal on this or meditate on this question. Who have I not yet been willing to become? And it's going to reveal a lot for you. And I want you to just see what comes up from this place of non-judgment from this place of oh that's so interesting right like oh that makes so much sense like I've learned to really neutralize when these things come up when I uncover these things about myself through questions like this reflections it, all the healing work I've done working with my healer like you know all the things I do I've learned to really let go of any shame or judgment you know i'm not like oh i can't believe i have this belief or like oh i i can't believe i'm like still worried about this or like oh, i can't believe like you know it's just it, because it's not helpful it's not valuable so how can you meet yourself with neutrality when you discover why and you go oh interesting okay that's why oh because i see myself as someone who's broken so I attract people who are not whole and complete on their own. Oh, interesting. I see myself as someone who doesn't know what they're doing, and so I keep, uh, you know, creating situations where I don't know what I'm doing, or I don't know how to take action, or I, you know, have a lot of fear. I'm spending a lot of time in analysis paralysis. So this is going to reveal a lot. And as always, if this episode landed and resonated with you. I always love hearing it. I love getting DMs whenever you want to share with me something about the episode that really stuck out to you. I'm always, always available, a DM away to hear about that. And of course, always so grateful if you follow the podcast and if you ever feel inclined to leave a review following the podcast is really supportive. Um, I think it helps with analytics and stuff like that. And we crossed over a hundred thousand downloads, I think in August and that was like the joy of my life because it was just such an incredible feeling to know that this podcast has reached so many people. And that is my goal and intention for it to continue reaching even more souls. So I love you so much. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at The Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.